Hello, and welcome to the Real Estate and Red Deer podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Wiseman. And I'm your co-host, Mike Wiseman. I'm a realtor in Central Alberta, and this podcast will focus on anything and everything real estate related, as well as life in general living in Red Deer. Today, we're going to talk about Red Deer, a little city of 100,000 located between Calgary and Edmonton in Alberta. How long have we been living here, Mike? I was born and raised in Red Deer, um, but as a family entity, we've been living here since 2008. A good way to explain like how a lot of people end up in Red Deer is probably they just end up here unintentionally. You know what Mm. I mean? Like we ended up here unintentionally. I grew up here and had no intention of ending up in Red Deer, but here I am. Red Deer is located, like I said, between Calgary and Edmonton. It's an hour and a half drive to both those bigger cities. It's two hours to drive to the mountains, to the edge of the mountains. Uh, Red Deer's population is 100,000 or so. Yeah, it just bounces around that number. It's I think it's 103 on paper right now. So what's the industry here? Well, historically, people think that it's kind of blue-collar, oil and gas, service-based industry, but it's actually fairly diverse. What's there to do in Red Deer? Like, if we were going to tell people, like, Calgary is, like, mountains and cowboys and stampede, but what is Red Deer? <laughs> like, what do we have? I mean, Red Deer is well known for its trail system. So it has a ton of green space. It has a ton of forested areas. It's got a really great river valley. Um, And that's, I think, primarily what keeps people in Red Deer. We do a lot of mountain biking. So we do use those trails, but we also use a lot of the single track trails in Red Deer. There aren't a lot of kilometers of trail, but there's enough to keep us busy, like in the middle of summer, to keep us here. Like we'll bike probably three or four times a week. An average for Mike is about 20 kilometers a ride. For myself, I'm doing, you know, maybe 6 to 13. 13 when we do group rides on Saturdays. But there's a lot of kilometers. You just have to find them. Red Deer itself has a good enough little network of trails within the city that it'll keep you busy during the week. But it's close enough to other areas that, you know, if you want to go somewhere on the weekend, there's four or five different opportunities available to you within a two-hour drive. Okay, so we already talked about why we chose to move to Red Deer. It was affordable, it was where you had to start your business, and it was sort of a good place for us to get on our feet. Right. Did we have the intention of staying in Red Deer for 15 years? No. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you wish Red Deer had, Mike? Like, just be selfish. Like, let's not pitch the idea like Red Deer is the best, because, you know, every city has or is missing something. And for me, my answer for this is an Ikea, (laughs) number one. Number two, more vertical elevation for mountain biking. Okay. See, that was going to be mine because I was going to be selfish. But yeah, I mean, the, the one thing that Red Deer lacks is from a mountain biker's perspective is the right amount of terrain to properly enjoy mountain biking. Like it's, it's mostly cross country here. And I'd say that we prefer more downhill style riding. So We're a little bit limited from that perspective, but that being said, I mean, we have West Bragg, Moose Mountain close by. We've got Baseline close by. There's plenty of opportunities to, again, drive two hours and you're there. Selfishly, I also wish Red Deer had really good East Coast pizza. We did at one point have a pizza place in Sylvan Lake, which is about 15 minutes from Red Deer, and it had like this East Coast style pizza that was so amazing. But they have now gone out of business. Or they didn't go out of business. I think they just got really busy with other some stuff other things. That wasn't pizza. <laughs> Big Daddy's pizza. Big Daddy's. That's oh, gosh, it was so good. Yeah. But 
then we had another pizza place pop up, a friend of ours who sort of made this pop-up pizza shop called Rare Pizza. And oh my goodness, it was so good. But we are definitely missing, like I'm from Montreal, pizza out there is life. So good. Albertan pizza, boring, gross, not worth it. Oh, so now now that you're, now we're talking food, one thing that Red Deer does lack is good <laughs> breakfast places. Well, there's one. There is one now. But variety is the spice of life. And when there's only one good breakfast place, that does not provide a lot of variety. So we just talked about what we wish Red Deer had. But what's the opposite of that? If you could eliminate something from Red Deer, what would it be? Truck nuts and fuck Trudeau stickers. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess that ties into the podcast that we do on YouTube, the Donuts and Diesels. I mean, the joke in Red Deer is that it's nothing but a gas station stop off point on the highway between Calgary and Edmonton. Uh, and essentially everybody here has jacked up trucks with truck balls hanging off the back. That doesn't bother us though. I, what bothers me is the reputation that Red Deer has. Like we put out videos always sort of like promoting Red Deer in a good way in a positive way. And we'll talk about its flaws. Like it's, you know, stated that it's one of the most dangerous cities in Canada, which is so false. Like it, it's so inflated that stat that it it doesn't even make sense to us because we don't see the danger we don't feel it we're 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 not out of the core i guess like we're in an older neighborhood that is close to the core but we don't see it and mike used to have an office downtown and we never felt scared or or in danger it drives me nuts when people just comment like oh what a shit stain along the highway you know like it wouldn't live there it's, it's a trailer park compared to montreal it it just kills me because like you don't know until you're here and you know what number one what are your priorities you know what's your city like how i like my city my priorities are that it's quiet or it's quiet enough it is centrally located it has all the amenities i need like home depots and uh swimming pools and arenas and they're not insanely busy and it's just a good all-around place to raise kids Why should people consider moving here? Outside of all the other fantastic things that we've already outlined, affordability. Red Deer is by far more affordable than anywhere else. (laughs) With that comes something we call the affordability trap. Once you move here, it's hard to leave. Mike and I considered leaving many, many years ago. We looked at homes in Crow's Nest Pass. We looked at homes in Nelson, BC. We looked at homes in Kimberly, BC. We actually bought a home in Kimberly, BC that we had for six months and then we sold it. We didn't lose any money, but we lost, we left money on the table. Had we kept it. So much money on the table. (laughs) Had we kept it, we would have made a lot of money. This was before Kimberly boomed. So it it was like literally the year before Kimberly boomed. So if we'd have kept that house, we probably would have made hundreds of thousands of dollars more than what we actually made selling it. But But at the time it made sense to sell it. And we ended up moving back to Red Deer. Um, We also looked at homes in Calgary. We didn't look at homes physically, but we looked at the idea of moving there. And the, I think the reason was at the time was just, we needed something else in our life. That's that romanticized idea of their grass is always greener somewhere else where, you know, you're closer to the mountains, you're closer to all the things you want to do. But then you have to look at it from an affordability angle as well, right? Right. And we had a home that was probably worth 400000 here in Red Deer. That Which is same, about the average house price in Red Deer, give or take. And that same home in Calgary in some a similar neighborhood would have been 700000 So it didn't make sense to us at the time. And we just thought we'd be house poor. So the solution for us was to live in 
in a wonderful home in Red Deer, have a great life here, be able to save up, and then still be able to travel and go wherever we want, whenever we want, because it's still more affordable right. than living in those larger cities. Yeah, like the amenities are essentially the same. We have a great trail network here. We have great recreational facilities. Traffic is like way better than what you're going to see in Vancouver, Toronto, Calgary, any of those major centers. And it's just going to be overall way more affordable. So going back about what you just said about the trail system, the amenities, those are some of the key things, key features, why I think Red Deer is probably going to be one of the best places to retire in. To retire here, you've got amenities, you've got the trail system, affordable condos, right. lots of sunlight, and it's just, it's a pleasant place to live. It is changing though. Like Red Deer is changing. We're definitely getting people from other provinces, Ontario, lots of people from BC, especially this past year. I'd say this year we accumulated more people than we've lost. I mean, I remember 2018, probably every 10 transactions, eight of them were people leaving Red Deer. So we are seeing newcomers come and I could see it like on the roads. Like right now it's wintertime in Red Deer. We just had a significant snowfall a couple of weeks ago and I've seen a couple of people spin out of control. And, and the reason why is because our city doesn't plow as soon as it snows. It doesn't they don't get a plow out and plow behind you and then like sort of make these snow banks, you know, like they do out in Montreal. What they do is they let it accumulate and then they go neighborhood by neighborhood with a grader. They just scrape it into windrows and then eventually, who knows, maybe weeks later we'll come by with a dump truck and a, and a snow thrower and clean it all up. It's so crazy. Like I, I remember thinking this is the craziest thing ever. They, instead of just plowing the snow and just like leaving it for the year into these snow banks, like they would have these giant ice chunk roads and then they would take it and bring it to the dump. It's like... If you come from the East Coast, it doesn't make a lot of sense because you kind of have this understanding out East that, you know, like every neighborhood has its own plow. And when it snows, the plow just comes out and plows everything off the roads. And then you, as as a owner, have to go dig your car out. Is, yeah, that's exactly... Yeah, yeah, that's what would happen in Montreal. Yeah. You know, you'd have to dig out your car always thinking like, where am I going to put the snow? You put it back on the road and then the plow comes and shovels it back on your car. But anyways, so if you're not used to driving on somewhat of like what you'd consider like ice road trucker style of driving, <laughs> then you're going to spin out. So you have to go, you have to be delicate on the roads. So you have to go slowly because once you floor it, you're just going to spin in circles. And I've seen that like twice now. Why should you not consider moving to Red Deer? If you don't want to get stuck in the affordability trap, then Red Deer is not for you. <laughs> that and... Uh, uh, I mean, if you're planning on only being here for a short amount of time, I would suggest you probably rent for the first little bit because resale and Red Deer, like the market here never really changes positive or negative. It's fairly flat. Actually, no, it does. It gets affected by the larger centers and what's happening in the oil industry. Like in 2013, it went up and then it yeah, went down. To an extent. But if you're coming here thinking that you're going to invest in a, in a residential property and then in a couple of years, you're going to sell it and move somewhere else and you're going to make, you know, 5%, 10% profit, I would not come with that expectation because that is not the reality of this market. It happens, though. It can happen. It, it happened. can happen, but it, don't bank on it happening. It happened earlier this year. Uh, we definitely saw a huge uptick. In the price of home sales. I think we had recorded at one point that the average detached home was selling for 415 That was in June 2022. 
but now it's down to three. 379, 378. 378. And that's November 2022. I mean, it reflects what's happening with the interest rate, and that reflects everything else happening in the larger centers. Yeah, so in June 2022, uh, there'd maybe been one or two mortgage rate increases this year, and now we're up to six. So obviously that increase really kind of puts a damper on the market. So that's why that house price value has gone down as well. And I guess you kind of have to take into consideration that the houses haven't dropped in value across the board from 415 to 379 on average. It's just people are buying lower price property because they can't afford what they could have in June. That makes a lot of sense, actually. So then if you were going to give advice as a realtor in Red Deer to someone who's thinking about buying here or someone who has a job here and is relocating to Red Deer, what are, what's your advice? My best advice would be to come here and plan to rent for six months. That way you kind of get used to the city. You figure out what areas you want to be in, you know, what makes your life more convenient and whether or not you actually want to stay here. Because if you you move here and you, for whatever reason, don't like it, you don't want to be stuck in a house that you're going to have to try and turn around within the same year. You're essentially going to be losing money on that property. Property values don't increase that much. I would say, like, I'm not a realtor, but I'm Mike's assistant. And I see a lot of this happen. But, like, think of resale. Pick a good location. Yeah. Pick a good layout. And, and good layouts, maybe if you're not from around here, a basement is a must. So if you're looking at a house that doesn't have a basement, do not. Like, learn from your realtor what are good things that people look for. Red Deer is a family-oriented city. So don't get a home that has a master bedroom in the basement and then two kids' rooms all the way at the third floor. That does not have good resale. I think the, the thing to consider is if you are planning to move to Red Deer and you're going to buy a house, research realtors and find one that you think is going to be a good fit for you. And then use that one realtor to see any and every house that you want to see in the city. Don't call the guy that has the house listed because, well, first of all, I mean, we're going to do a YouTube video about this, but there's many reasons why you shouldn't do this. The long and short is that you should just have your own representation and find somebody that you think is going to mesh with you and is going to give you good advice to find a house that's going to be good for resale in the future. Like, no. I don't, like, what networking groups or workshops went and told a bunch of investors that this was is, the thing to do? A, this is a huge real estate investment network thing, and I, I don't really understand the point behind it, but a lot of people have this understanding that if you just call the listing agent, you're going to get a better deal. Maybe they'll cut some commissions off because they're working both sides, something like that. Commission's pre-negotiated. Whether or not you're getting a cut on the commission, really the seller's going to benefit from that. So there's there's really no good reason that you as a buyer shouldn't just get your own representation because you're more than likely going to get a better value on that house with them negotiating on your behalf anyways. Also, we don't know what the market's going to be like in 2023, but we did see in 2022 people in Red Deer were listing their homes quite high like higher than market value, like much, much higher than market value. And people from Ontario were coming and just being like, yeah, I'll pay it. No because questions that, asked. Because that house looked like a deal to them. But let me tell you this. We have seen a house sell for, you know, close to 500000 That should have never been 500000 It probably, you know, was worth three fifty. So that buyer that bought that house will have a very difficult time to sell it when the time comes. Our market just doesn't inflate itself like that. 
So when you see a price and you're like, ah, oh, that's really high and it doesn't make sense with what your realtor's saying for market numbers, just know that that's probably the seller having some feelers out there and trying to see if someone's going to willing to pay their price. Yeah, and every once in a while you might get lucky with something like that, right? Because you have uh, just what we're talking about. You have an individual coming from out of the province that doesn't have representation and they just don't understand what the market value is. Maybe yeah. it's a specific buyer who needs that product. But I mean, unless you're planning on staying there for a very long time, just know that our our market just never inflates, never catches up that much. Yeah, know? I mean, you're always better to have an agent that knows the area, that knows what neighborhoods have good value, have good resale value, which areas to stay away from. I mean, that's all going to benefit you as a buyer. And just calling the person that has the house listed is not necessarily, you're not going to get the best advice that you possibly could. Especially condos. The majority of purchasers want to have a detached house. That's, they want a garage to store their toys because, you know, they probably do a lot of outdoor activities. They got skidoos and quads and that sort of thing, right? So the condo market just never really took off in Red Deer. When I was referring to condos, I was meaning uh, apartments, apartment yep. style condos, not so much like attached home condos. And that's different. I mean, they, they can go in the 300s, but an apartment style condo is what we're referring to. When you're in the 300, it's a dangerous zone to be in because we've seen people buy into condos at that price and they've sold them this past year in the 150s. Yeah, the condo market in Red Deer, I would, I would categorize as volatile at best. In 2020, during the pandemic, condos were nearly impossible to sell. I think the inventory was like 34 months of inventory for condos, which is insane. Like normally it's five or six, right? So, and then 2022 spring came along and the condo market was booming again. Like it was, stuff was selling, all that stuff that wasn't selling uh, during the pandemic was now starting to move. Granted, the prices have probably come down a little bit on those, but days on market were pretty normal and, and inventory was low again. But now that mortgage rates have gone up, again, that inventory is starting to creep up and there's a lot of condos available and uh, the year-to-year -year sale values are down like 11 12%. So just keep in mind, if you're thinking about a condo in Red Deer, make sure you do your homework and, and find one that's not overpriced, that's affordable, that's in a good complex that you're going to have not a huge amount of problems reselling down the line but do your homework and find a realtor. Anyways, that's it for today on our Real Estate and Red Deer podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Wiseman. And I'm Mike Wiseman. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube. Look for Red Deer's Realtor. And if you're thinking about moving to Red Deer and you have some questions, send us a message at mike at mikewiseman.com. We'll answer your questions on the next episode that we do about Red Deer. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.